Life is so much better when you have friends to connect and kiki with. And no matter how near or far you are, thank God for things like WhatsApp to always keep you together. And in this friendship, all day and all night, we send each other long as voice notes. Every day we discuss just about everything from what we have for dinner to the music we like to the men we met to exercise and don't forget our absolute favorite thing insecure so sit back and relax as these two girls tell you everything about life love and all things in between welcome to long air voice notes hi guys You know you haven't seen us in a while, but we are glad to be back. We are glad. Hey. Hey. We had to take a break (laughs) with Insecure, okay? But instead of taking 18 months, we took a month off. And uh, now we're back. Now we're back. And we're back to talk about the real, 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 real. So for those of you who don't know me, I am Martinique Lewis, Marty underscore San Diego. And I am accompanied by my beautiful co-host. Sarita Braxton, Sarita Braxton on all social platforms. And we're just so glad to be back with you today. And y'all, we have decided to talk about the hot topic of entanglement. Yes. (laughs) You know, we had hot girl summer last summer. And this summer, we have the summer of entanglements. Man, man, the summer of entanglement. So, Sarita, we're just going to kick this thing right off. I mean, I just want to say, because I love words, right? I'm a writer. And I just know that Jada Pinkett Smith is a wordsmith. The (laughs) fact that off the cuff, she even fixed her lips to call this relationship an entanglement. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Bill was like, entanglement, Jada, entanglement. And I was like, right. I'm like, I'm glad you called her out on her boob because I was like, bro, what? <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's interesting because we were under the impression that August and Jada were friends. Um right. up to a certain point a few years ago when we were like, wait a second, it could have been something else. But they made it seem like there was this great friendship that was rooted out of her wanting to help him uh, recover and her wanting him to be a better person. So for them to pose it as a friendship. I mean, he even came on Red Table Talk. Like, he was at their house on the Red Table. Exactly. Guys. (laughs) This is very different. And when when we think about all of those things, like, that happened before this moment, we're like, no, he definitely was on Red Table Talk. Then I remember another time on Red Table Talk where she was talking to Will and she was, or she was talking to Gammy and she was like, and me and Will said, you know, even even if we gonna be on two sides of the house and we not gonna be together, we gonna still work. And I'm like, wait, what? Two sides of the house? And then as they're doing this interview, I'm like, oh, the two sides of the house. She was over here doing her thug fizzle. He was over here doing his. I was just like, this is a lot. But Will and Jada are also friends right they have always had this relationship that was like a really deep friendship which i think is very interesting to their dynamics we really don't know what their dynamic is so we can go straight into relationship with this one because what the hell do they got going on and honestly it's none of my business Whatever works for you, works for you. If you want to be polyamorous, if you want to be a swinger, if you want to have 1,500 wives and all 1,500 of them is good with that, or 1,500 husbands and all 1,500 of them is good with that, do what you do. But their relationship 
is one that does not conform to the social norm. So to us or to certain people, it looks weird, but to them it's normal. So I'm just like, it works for them. I think they're on a higher level of partnership that many of us don't even have the capacity to imagine. Like living in Berlin for me, because I'm not like I'm liberal on one hand, but on one hand, I'm traditional when it comes to relationships. So for me, it was like one person meets another person and they decide to be together. They are with each other. They are make a commitment to stay with each other. And then that's it. And when I moved to Berlin, this concept of open relationships was rampant throughout the city. Every person I met had a girlfriend at home or a boyfriend at home. And they were out going on proper dates, on dating apps, meeting other people. So I was like, what? And then you go to other parts of Europe and people are like, no, there's no such thing as open relationship. It's cheating. And that's what that's called. So even in different parts of the world, there are different maybe uh, dating norms, um, things that are accepted. And I think for them, they have kind of combined all of the things. Because when you're with someone for you pledge your entire life to them, you need to change, adapt, maybe try some new things that you wouldn't have thought you would have tried before. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was so important for them to kind of talk about how they got to this point, because for Will to be like, I was done with you. I was like, woo, you know, and I think it was even more powerful for him to say I was done with you. And they did not choose to get a divorce. Like they stayed, right? They stayed in it. And I was like, well, they probably stayed in it for their kids. But the fact that this whole idea of life partnership again, right? That's, that's a other ship, a life partnership. Like you're saying, where they just vibrate on a higher level. And not a lot of us are able to get to that point because our emotions are so intertwined with it. And we're like, if you do this, I'm out. But for some reason they have that understanding, like you stuck stuck. Like, it don't matter if you don't like me. It don't matter if you don't love me. We said we was married and we just going to figure this thing out. However, it looks at this time. And I think people have to be realistic about marriage that it goes through these highs and lows. Because when they said that, I also remembered this moment when Will posted Jada. He was like in the sheets. It almost looked like um, Tyree signs of love making, you know, when he's under the white sheet. And he must yeah. find Jada, but it was like her back. She had like that beautiful, like, lying in the middle of her back and like the sun was kind of shining and I was like that must have been the moment that they reconnected that pushed August out because all of a sudden he was like glorifying her and I was like dang we ain't seen we'll talk about Jade in a minute but again we don't know the, the backstory right and so I thought about that moment when he posted that I was like that must have been a moment and I was like because she never made it clear why her and August stopped talking but she did make it clear that her and Will reconnected and I was like that's the fucked up part because everybody's saying well August shouldn't have said nothing da, 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 that. but I'm like yeah he is the victim in this situation like and not a victim but everybody I'm like, like girl <laughs> but everybody forgot about how he could be feeling and I was like that's not fair because he really was intertwined oh y'all she can't wait to say something y'all y'all ain't gonna watch the video Serena can't wait to rebut (laughs) when you are that other person and somebody makes the decision to go back to what's original that is heartbreaking and this is a little ass boy and he's not a little ass boy he's a grown ass man but like 
that was probably the first person who he ever really felt like that with. And to me, that could shatter somebody. You can't compete with a marriage and kids. You can't. Like, there's no way. And it even more sucks because they did allow you to be in your home. Y'all all coexisted. And so in polygamy, there's not supposed to be a hierarchy. But there's a hierarchy right. because she was married to him. You know what I mean? And I was like, that's the get me fucked up part. You know what I mean? I'm like, y'all ain't taking my man's feelings into consideration. But okay, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> okay, so this is the exact reason why I would never be with someone in an open relationship because I need to know my place, right? This person, even though they're not married, they're in a a, a partnership a primary partnership, if you will, with this other person. And so I cannot ever subscribe to being the other, the person who may get left behind if your partner says, okay, this is no longer working for me. You need to cut off all of this extra noise. So I think for him, whether or not Will and Jada were on a break, the break was probably fresh. So I feel like for him, he should have considered the fact that they have had such a intertwined history and such a deep, long marriage. It's possible that they may get back together. And then I think the problem with him saying something is why now, right? It's not like fresh after this happened. Cause even on the red table talk, they're like, people are probably confused about why we're laughing and joking because we've been through this. We have been through therapy. We have been through therapy on top of therapy. Now we're over it. And then he decides to come out with this revelation in a place that I feel like wasn't even prompted. And then decides to make a song called Entanglements after the fact. Like, what are you going through where it just seems like you just need attention at this point? And for me, that's the thing. Like, if you had a personal relationship, a private relationship with someone, she said he cut her off, right? Like, he was mad. He was obviously, like, very upset. Why don't you, if you're so hurt? Why didn't you lash out then? Why do you wait until the dust settles? People have moved on to then say, hey, guess what? We did this thing. Everybody look at me now. I don't know. That's the part I have a problem with. I think maybe he had to go through some healing himself and be ready to talk about it. Because I think about like, when I, when I have gone through bad breakups, it has taken me a really long time to like really be able to get to a point where I could talk about it without like crying. You know what I mean? Where I could talk about it without being overly emotional and i'm just saying that could you, you see see august is like molly in the beginning i'm 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 team I'm, i was team august release <laughs> that tacky ass song and i was like okay like what person on your team was like yeah bro do it no oh I, my I gosh song who play who's walking around singing entanglement none of us bro bro like what who told you that was a like that was just ghetto but Poor thing. yeah, I, I think maybe he was finally okay to talk about it and maybe wanted to talk about his truth, but we all know he put her name in that song, like that song Corinne. We knew it was about her then. We just kind of couldn't like prove all of the things that we could prove now. I think maybe it was hard for him. I don't know. This situation is hella sticky. Well, it's not hella sticky because Will and Jada is like losing no sleep. So no, that's the sad part. Like unbothered AF. <laughs> I was like, can we 
were doing the most, like being like, Will was Will was nothing. Will went to the red table with his wife and was asking questions, and like that was that. Like, Will don't care. Like, obviously, like people made all the memes, and I was like, nah, I think y'all digging too deep into it. Like, Will handled himself really well, but I also think that he's moved past that point. You know what I mean? So I think I think they kind of missed an opportunity to also shed some light on maybe what Will has been up to during the union with Jada Pinkett Smith because then after this August Alcina came out, people are like, nah, but Will been hooking up with castmates and co-stars since forever. And I'm like, what why didn't he get a, a segment on the Red Table Talk to discuss his entanglements? And that's the thing, like as soon as she was like, No, you been getting me back, I was like, Will been mm. out here. Like he ain't that's why he's not tripping. He's like, Okay, <laughs> like Okay, like I've been out here doing what I do while I do what I do when I do what I do. I mean, it's like, okay, like ever since we first heard these rumors of them being swingers, like I think that was the first inkling, like, okay, they have some type of different agreement and it works for them because they still out here raising these gorgeous children and they good. They still out here getting Mm. money. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why people are so caught up in how they choose to have their marriage. It's none of our business. You know what I mean? Like it goes back to Molly and Joe. Like that was what him and his wife was cool doing, but Molly wasn't cool with being that the third person in her entanglement. You like how I keep bringing it back to insecure, you know? Yes. This is, this is important to connect (laughs) because insecure is life. You know, I mean, life imitating art, imitating life. Hey, I'm saying though. So yeah, I just think it's it's interesting. But the partnership aspect, I remember the first time I realized that people now are using that term instead of saying I'm in a relationship. People say my partner. They don't say my girlfriend or boyfriend or my husband mm. or wife. They say my partner. And I remember when I was young, when somebody said my partner, to me, that meant that they were in a, a homosexual relationship. Like they were. Right. So when somebody was like, oh, my partner. So I remember being very confused like three or four years ago. And people were like, oh, this is my partner. And I was like, oh, but it's a man and you're a woman. They're like, yeah. <laughs> In, in the UK and the EU, they use the term partner a lot more, but now we're using partner a lot more because people are starting to realize that marriage and relationships are partnerships. Like you exactly. are partnered together in life to get through the bullshit, to stay with each other through everything. Like it is really a partnership. It is really, yes, some love, but it is also, yes, a business agreement. It's also, yes, a life agreement. Like there's so much that goes into it. So partnerships, <laughs> friendships. Related. We gotta add, <laughs> we gotta add partnerships. Exactly. But I, friendships. I just made that. I, I think we got away from this. Like we, as a, a society as a whole, because yeah. the divorce rates were hella high. I'm sure they're still probably hella high. I think we got to this state where everything came easy, right? We had fast food. We had a uh, quick access we can pay uh for things by blinking our eyes now and i think people just expect things to be easy and seamless and when things get hard or more importantly you chose the partner that you are with for the wrong reasons right Right. so like think about when you go into a relationship leading to marriage possibly whether or not you are able to stick it out with this person through thick and thin as the vows say but I think people were giving up so easily. Oh, things are hard. He cheated on me. I am not going to accept that. 
I am out of here. And of course, everyone is, is free to make their own choices in their own relationship because they have to live with it. But it is possible to work through anything, essentially, as Will and Jada have shown us. If you love the person, you have to love them on another level. You can't love them right now. You can't love them when things are good. You have to love them even in their ugliest moments, even when you hate them, you have to love them through it. And I hope that we're getting back to this place where you realize it's uh, a marathon, not a sprint. You have to work hard and you and them are constantly changing. So obviously the way you approach a relationship needs to change as well. Yeah. I remember after watching it, sending a voice note to that person and being like, that scared the crap out of me. And the thought of marriage scares the crap out of me. And I think that it should scare people because what do you do when somebody loses all your money? What do you do when somebody wakes up and realizes they're just not in love with you anymore? What do you do when they lose a parent or a sibling or a best friend and you have to be there for them through a depression, through happy, like... There are so many elements to marriage. What happens when they lose their job and they cannot find another job and it has nothing to do with them. It just has to do with the market. You know what I mean? What happens when you guys have a kid that is bipolar and somebody wants to discipline them in one way and somebody wants, what happens when you lose a kid together? Like Mm, marriage is so complex. And I think that people only think of the beauty of it it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's storms. And it's making the decision to weather the storms together. And that no matter what storm you go through, or no matter if it's raining on you for seven years, I'm still going to be there after that rain stops. You know what I mean? Yes, no matter if exactly. you get struck by lightning and you're not, you're not mentally here with me for two years, I'm going to be with you until that stops. And I don't think people understand that. And it's like, Sometimes I also say, can you love the hell out of somebody? Because people are evil. People go through evil, evil ways. Like it just, it is such a scary thought that we all say we want. And I'm like, Mm. but are we ready? You know, you're so in love with somebody today. But I'm like, shoot, sometimes I like him. Sometimes I don't. Some days I'm like, nope, not feeling him. Some other days I'm like, oh, he's so dreamy. He's everything I want. And understanding that those feelings are really real. And that you yeah. will go through that. You know what I mean? Like 30 years a slave could be somebody's uh, movie title for their marriage. Literally, you know? You're so ridiculous. It's just, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> it is because we think about the wedding. And we think about finding yes, out. Yes, exactly. Think about, oh, being in love and having sex on the balcony. Like Molly, you like how I brought that back then secure. And I'm just saying, <laughs> it's just like, but we don't think but- about ugly moments. But this is literally all that we're ingrained with, right? Like this wedding day, the woman walking down the aisle, someone giving her away, you know, tears, rice thrown, maybe you're jumping the broom, you have a reception, like this is like the end of every romantic comedy. They meet each other, they get married. And there's very few stories about going through a really terrible time within your marriage. Like they have the marriage story on Netflix, which was like groundbreaking, discussing a, a marriage that went wrong but this happens on a probably daily basis all over the world and it reminds me of this saying like when you plant a seed you can't change what happens to the seed once it starts growing right like you and your partner plant the seed and you have to work like the seed's not just going to 
be neglected and grow and bear fruit and be happy and healthy. Like you have to work to nourish this seed. And then at the same time, you cannot change what comes from the seed. Like, so your partner may improve, they may change, they may lose weight, they may have more patience and these little nuanced things. But ultimately the person that you choose is the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And so you, you're not going to uproot this tree and throw it away, right? Like you make the best out of what you have and work to make it work for you. And I think people, they, they don't see after the seed is planted, basically after the marriage, they don't think about all of the things, like you said, that could possibly strain and test their, their relationship. Bruh, that was one of the best analogies I've ever heard, actually. That you pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to steal that. You'll probably hear me say it at every single, <laughs> every single thing I'll speak on from now. I'm going to be like, because, you know, marriage is like a seed that you planted. You never know what kind of fruit it will bear. From season to season, you know, summer, the summer plums of 2021, those are the same summer plums of 2022. Those were sweet. These were sour. Oh, this year, the bugs got to them. Like, girl, that was... You got to choose the right pesticides. No, no. <laughs> that was good to my spirit. Yes. Mm. Yes. Well, you know what? I don't even need to say nothing after that because that was just, yeah, yeah. So, we'll y'all. Leave you with that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave you with that. Questions, comments, you know, drop them in the YouTube link, drop them on social media. Thank you guys for sticking around through our, our yes. little, uh, vacation period. But, you know, we had to get our mind right. It's just a lot of stuff has been going on in the past two months. And, um, yeah, we're glad to be back. Thank you for sticking yes. with us. We hope that you have an entanglement-filled summer. <laughs> not if you marry, but if you're not married, I hope you get to entanglement with somebody. Um, because we all in heat and quarantine. But yes. you got <laughs> find us where sarita where can they find us on social media on instagram long af voice notes on twitter long af voice notes and you can also find us on youtube long af voice notes yep so thank you guys so much and until next time bye